guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, you ask him here, the people are listening. Just, All three of them. <laughs> whoever can make the awkward go away. <laughs> well, this is what? Episode 52? 52. Of a Strange yes. Thing podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Austin. And we are just going to go freeform. Yep. Which we never do. No, <laughs> never. We always plan everything out yeah. perfectly and strategically. You know, I tried on this episode. I tried to go strategic, and I actually did a little outline. And you know what? It just didn't feel right because it felt unnatural. Because mm. what we're going to talk about is something that's kind of unnatural. Which is what, Austin? What are we going to talk about? I don't want to jump into it too fast, but I'm amazed at the the way that uh, ancient civilizations have been able to um, choreograph and... Um, engineer these blocks to fit together in a way that makes such a perfect yeah. pyramid pyramids ziggurats um mounds bible flabbing yeah these things are found all over the world mm-hmm. and some of them are famous like the pyramids of giza and it's just weird how a lot of them fit i hope i'm not jumping in too far jump you jump boy. jump you jump jump, jump, jump around jump <laughs> but uh, a lot of them, like just the way that all the little gaps fit together, it's almost strategic in the way that things, you know, like this block was cut this way and it just slides, it slides over the next in. one. And, it's it, perfect, it, and yeah. there's like such perfect, there's no gaps. Nope. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I don't know how, how people were able to come up with that without... Some kind of external influence or like... Uh, like aliens? Even aliens or even just like internal motivation. Or what about fallen gods? Elohim. Mm. Yeah. We Nephil- talked about that. Nephilizers. Nephilim is mm-hmm. Hashtag yeah. blurry creatures. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, there are pyramids, right? There are ziggurats. And most of the time, pyramids are reflective of something that happens in the life of humans. Yeah. Which is diabetes. No, death. Oh, sorry. Well, it could be diabetes. I was all mixed up. Death, a morte, like South American, you know? I mean, people were sacrificed on the ziggurats. Their heads were chopped off. They'd roll down. If anybody saw, what was that movie with Mel Gibson? The Patriot? No, where he was like a... Braveheart? I can take a land. No, 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 no. No, Braveheart was like Ireland. This is like South American. South America? Well, Apocalypto. Apocalypto. It was this movie about this, this, uh, like, Mayan or Aztec kid, guy, whatever, that escapes. and, And basically they hunt him. And he runs. And they're trying to hunt him down. What's weird about it is, like, pyramids are always kind of affiliated with death. Mm. Right. So yeah. in South America, you have that kind of stuff where they were like sacrificing stuff, and like even in some of the the tunnels underneath those ziggurats in South mm. America, passageways with just thousands and thousands of skulls. Yeah, I'll say you hear that a lot with like uh, mm-hmm. like burial mounds yep. are yep. triangular sometimes, and the pyramids are always tombs. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. you think of a geometrically sound shape. Uh, is is a tetrahedron, a triangle? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you take a tower that is maybe meant to be grown up to be godlike, like the Tower of Babel. Oh, Tower of Babel, yeah. And you just the ultimate. Ziggurat. You can just climb this thing up. You take this triangle and you just build <laughs> it as far up as you can until you reach self destruction. Yeah. So that was basically, a leap. I'm sorry. I know, no, I know what you're doing, but. All I'm trying to do is like lay the analogy or metaphor you gotta lay the that bedrock. pyramids always kind of <laughs> lots of rocks on the bed. Giant stones. That pyramids are often associated with death, and this pyramid that we're going to talk about is not an ancient pyramid. It was actually created maybe 50, 60 years ago, but it could be responsible, or at least a contributor, to the deaths. Or the ill health of millions of people across the face of the planet. What? I know. I know. It's a crazy thing. You might be asking, what? The dollar bill. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm feeling like we're doing a little bit of a bait and switch here. I, I think so. But in a way, it's not because they are synonymous. Mm-hmm. Because we're not going to talk about pyramids like rocks and stones cut precisely to stack mm-hmm. up in some kind of homage no to a person. or quartz <clears throat> or... This is very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> right? Look yeah. That move. Yeah, it was very good, right? Because I think this pyramid has impacted hundreds, thousands, possibly millions of people but across the world. Yeah, I think in you know the, the honest truth is we don't know how many it's impacted because I They're mean dead. it's not tallied yet. Right. So if you don't know what we're talking about, I am talking about something deadly, and that is the food pyramid. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> right? I know, I know. Hey, it's kind of it's kind of anticlimactic because oh yeah, we're talking about the food pyramid, but it's bad news. What are we gonna say? Um, we didn't do our stranger zone. Should we do it right here? Welcome to the. Strangers All right, we're good. Okay. Let's keep continuing. Okay. So I got to be careful here because I want to keep this kind of light. I don't want it to get too deep and I don't want to be too angry, but I have a lot of emotion about this because... I have a personal experience with this. Close to the heart. Yeah, close to the heart. You know, and we kind of joke about that. But for our listeners, they probably have heard little snippets of how, you know, I had some stents placed in my heart and I found out I had type 2 diabetes and all of these things. And I never really had a really unhealthy lifestyle compared to a lot of people I know. Right. I was always fairly physically active. I ate decently well according to the diet that you're supposed to have i never was like totally you know uh, like morbidly obese or or out of shape i just i you know i just like the average guy i didn't realize that underneath that was that i had type 2 diabetes i didn't know i had very high blood sugar levels and i don't know how long i had those and that did some severe damage to my arteries in my heart Mm. And so I had plaque built up and stuff in there that I had no clue. And I think for a lot of people, they just all of a sudden drop dead. They have a heart attack, you know, at a young age and they just drop dead, have massive coronary and it's over. So it's never recorded. But for me, um, I'll tell a little bit of the story is that during COVID, I got the first COVID shot. And because of the COVID shot, it put my heart into a weird, you know, rhythm. Yeah. And I kept having these heart palpitations. And you were doing some sprinkler work in your backyard yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I went out and I was trying to dig a, uh, a line and I my arms quit working. You were crawling around a lot too. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, you know, I'd been sitting a lot and all of a sudden I went out and started digging a trench. Mm. And then my arms quit working. And I thought, man, I'm really out of shape. But that no, probably was, like, was a heart attack or something. There's my dad being a little <sighs> baby. A little whiner baby. Like, oh, I had to do a sprinkler. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, because of that, I went in and got checked and I was losing weight. I wasn't, you know, I just didn't feel right. Something was weird. Mm. So my first step was I bought one of those online um, blood sugar glucose tests and uh, self-tested and it came back really high. And I'm like, what? This can't be right. So I tried it again and it was too high. It was like a blood sugar level of like 260. And and what's what's normal? What's considered normal? Hundred under hundred. So you were two sixty, yeah, two sixty to two eighty. You were one hundred and sixty over normal. Yes. So something was off there. I thought, oh, that's messed up. So I thought, oh, I'll test my wife. Obviously, this meter yeah. is messed up. It's a it's the way you diagnose yeah. Yeah. whether or not it's the system or the right. system that's being tested. Well, I tested her, and she's like one oh two, and I thought, you know what? I better go get something figured out. So I called my doctor. The (laughs) gynecologist. Right. I called my doctor and um, they said, well, we can't get you in for three months. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? And he said, 
Get some quartz and some sage. Yeah. Burn the sage in your house and, and rub, rub it all over your naked body. Rub the quartz on your nipples yeah. every yeah. evening at right. 7.37. What am I supposed to do? You know, this is bad, isn't it? I I don't know. Is it going to kill me? I don't know what. My blood sugar is way high. Is it's that, a scary thing. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually he said, you know what? I think I've got an opening. Just come in, come down in like a half hour. So I went down there and they tested me. And he goes, you know what? You've got diabetes. I'm like, what? No, shut up. I don't have diabetes. You have diabetes, doc. Right. And so they're like, oh, yeah. So we're going to put you on meds. We're going to put you on metformin. Wait. Yeah. The doctor yeah. wanted to put you on meds? <laughs> yes. That was, I mean, I've he's never a medical heard, just, doctor. They put I've you on medicine. I've never heard of doctors putting people on prescription medications. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Continue. So out of the box, it was like, okay, here's what we do. He goes, we're going to put you on this American Diabetes Association diet that's supposed to help you with your blood sugar. And we're going to give you metformin. And we're going to, you know, treat you with this until finally you're going to get bad enough that you're going to have to start taking insulin. And and then we'll just kind of see where it goes from there. So I'm like, oh, gross. I'm, I'm going to have to start taking medicine. I have to take George Foreman. So I start taking metformin. and. And I start doing some research online, and I'm very thankful that I did about, okay, low-carb diets. But at the same time, they sent me to this uh, diabetic training thing where like basically a you, yeah, it's, yeah, you go and it t- they tell you about all of these things you should and not eat, you know, that you should do if you have diabetes. It's not a bad thing. No. Thing. But, I mean, they had this thing in there, this food pyramid that you, <laughs> you would use. And even though I was diabetic, the base bottom portion of this was cancer no it was grains and whole wheat and mm. rice and you know beans different beans. kinds of beans. beans yeah and i'm like well okay so i can do that right you know i mean most of the stuff's there but my blood sugar really wasn't good so i was taking metformin which was making me sick in my stomach i had basically had diarrhea all the time mm. And I guess I could kind of tolerate it. You know, not solid. It was runny. (laughs) Nice. But so anyway, it was all this stuff. I was like, it was very confused. Mm. And then I I kept feeling awful. Then I got my COVID test. Then I started having heart palpitation. I'm like, what is going on? And I just felt horrible. And for a long time, I would just sit around and take my pulse. And I could count like every six beats, it would skip. You can feel that. that, Yeah. uh, I, I have that when I go to bed. Yeah. Um, if I like drink a little more than normal or something, I can feel when I go to bed. I, it's like a a thunk thunk. I feel like I held and my breath. Stops. Yeah. But I'm not holding my breath, and it's just like boom. And then a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and my mm-hmm. whole head pops off my pillow. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's basically what was going on. Yeah. I was having that, and it happened. It started like the day after I got my first COVID shot. And then after about three days, because you're supposed to take the second shot, COVID shot, after like 10 days, I think, um, I'm supposed to go back in. And it went away after like three days. And then I went in, got my second shot, and that palpitation came back again. Hmm. But it never went away. That's how you know something works is when you have to do it a couple times before it starts to (laughs) give you heart palpitations. And it's not a commentary on the COVID vaccine. I mean, people have their own mindset on that. I will will (laughs) fight that to my death. (laughs) But anyway, for me, it caused my heart to act weird, Mm -hmm. which forced me into eventually, because I would just sit around in a comatose state. I was losing weight. I wasn't feeling right. And... You know, I was taking all this diabetic uh, metformin med- medication and trying to change my diet, and I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so eventually I called my doctor again. I said, man, I'm not feeling good. My heart has been having weird arrhythmias. I just read this thing online about that COVID vaccinations can cause these weird arrhythmias and that it could be a problem. What should I do? And he said, well, why don't you come down? We'll, we'll hook you up and do an EKG. So I went down there. The electrocardiogram? Yeah. Okay. So I went down there. That's where they monitor your heart. Yeah, they hook up all these leads. Impulses, yeah, right. Right. And they hooked them all up. And he's like, yeah, you know, this kind of routine. Wasn't expecting much. And he comes back in later and he sits down after they ran it. And they ran it twice. I thought that was weird. They ran it once. And then yeah. they did it again. And he comes in and he says, have you had a heart attack? 
I said, uh, I don't think so. Not since I saw your mom. And then oh. that's when I had to say, well, that one time I went out there and was digging a trench and I couldn't lift my arms up for and a while. I kind of felt weird. Of yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, you've got like a weird spike and I don't even know what those leads mm -hmm. and, and markers do, but something was indicating that I had some kind of damage of my heart. I was like, that's weird. So that started this process and it took almost five months for me to get in. They did ultrasound, they did all kinds of stuff. And then finally they, they sent me in, they said, oh, you know what? We're going to go in and we're going to have you do an angiogram. And uh, if they're in there and there are some, you know, kind of, you know, calcifications or, or plaque buildups, then they might put in stents mm -hmm. um, and that turns into angioplasty. So there you go. Yeah. I go in for this procedure thinking, eh, it's probably nothing, no big deal. And while I'm in there, uh, they discover I have almost complete blockage in the Widowmaker. Your urethra? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my artery, in my heart artery. And then they end up putting in four stents because I had some very severe blockage. And, uh, oh, excuse me. <coughs> I've got, oh, he's playing up the sick art. I had a heart attack. <laughs> I know. I'm coming to join you. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, and I was kind of out of it. I, I remember watching the procedure on the screen because they said that if you drink alcohol, you might not be totally out while you're they're doing the procedure. And it was, You didn't drink I was alcohol. thinking, it was like, you know, I had alcohol occasionally, like every time we recorded. <laughs> so, so, I watched them do the whole procedure when they put the uh, stents in on the screen your, right above your, my head. Urethra. Yeah. yeah, I remember it very distinctly. And, you know, they would put these puffs of dye in and I could see it on the screen and it was like, it didn't go anywhere. And then they put the stents in and then they do the puff of dye. And all of a sudden it was like, all of a sudden there's these like magic pathways through the things. Like, where'd all those come from? <laughs> so anyway, I ended up getting four stents. And... Um, saved my life so i can honestly say that the covid vaccine no matter how you feel about it saved my <laughs> life because if i wouldn't have got it i probably wouldn't have known until i had a massive coronary and just like dropped dead on the ground so that brought me back to not only do i have type 2 diabetes but now i have coronary artery disease and a covid vaccine yeah and what do you do you know what do you do with this and then there was this very particular dilemma I was in. You have diabetes. You need to be on this kind of diet. And the other is, oh, you have heart disease. You need to be on this kind of diet. Okay, so this is where you put in the disclaimer. Go ahead and put in the disclaimer. We would like to remind you, nobody on the A Strange Thing Podcast Network is a medical professional. And nothing we say is necessarily medically professional. All evidence from now on is anecdotal and is not submissible in court. So, if you feel like we're wrong, leave a comment, like us, and subscribe, and take your problems to your therapist. And suck it. Suck it. <laughs> we should probably do that all again. I, th I thought it was funny, actually. It was actually good. Okay, we'll leave it. But what I was going to say is... fat. So the dilemma was, for me, was I follow the American Heart Association diet, which means... Don't eat meat because that's bad. It builds up fat in your heart and it oh, causes no. plaque. Or I follow the American Diabetes Association recommendations and they were diametrically opposed. If I followed the American Heart Association diet, then I was going to have high blood sugar. If I was going to follow the American Diabetes Association diet, I was going to have pressure. high fat, which causes high blood pressure, cholesterol, no, cholesterol. High yeah. cholesterol. And, Which causes... Well, according to the American Heart Association, high fats cause plaque buildup, high cholesterol. Cholesterol builds up in your arteries, causes... Creates a venturi effect, <laughs> which increases blood pressure, right? Well, it causes... Like putting your thumb over the garden hose. It's not even about blood pressure. That plays a part. But what it does is it plugs up your arteries, you build up plaque, eventually that plaque kind of rips... And that causes a clot, and that clot blocks off all you know blood going to your heart, mm. and it kills your heart, and you drop dead. Or it could go into your brain. <laughs> it could go into your brain. And I mean, cause, that's a stroke, and it could cause a sinkhole, sissy feet, slapjack, go-go boots, <laughs> <laughs> something like that.
Where did that come from? <laughs> anyway, but it's bad. So yeah, I was in this like this weird precarious place. Like, don't eat fatty foods. Right. Eat non-fatty foods. And on the diabetes side, they were saying eat <laughs> less carbs because that raises blood sugar. So it was like I couldn't eat either. Yeah, you can't eat. You you can only yeah. eat asparagus. I, you know, I don't even know. Vegetables, I would become vegan. You know, it was very confusing for me. Right. And then, you know, at the same time, I was getting drugs for everything. Mm. I had drugs for diabetes. I had Marijuana drugs for, for diabetes. <laughs> for, for my heart. You Marijuana know, I had for a, his heart. All of a sudden, I, I wasn't on anything before, but all of a sudden, I had bunch of marijuana. statins, um, beta blockers, aspirin, blood thinners. Um, and then on the other side, I had. Drugs like metformin and Ozempic that's supposed to help keep your blood sugar Zip down. Lock. And it was like, I was like, man, I don't know what to do. So out of desperation, because you can't talk to doctors during COVID because it takes months to get back in. You know, I just start looking around and I start going to YouTube and, and I find a few doctors that are talking about the strange correlation with basically this food pyramid that came out in like the... 1990s here in the United States that had this baseline of carbohydrates as the base food that you should always eat that's good for you. Eat all the spaghetti. <clears throat> and it was it was basically made of breads and pastas and rice and you know anything. It didn't matter. Flour based stuff. That's your base. And that's what I did when I was growing up, I mean, I didn't eat a lot of sugars, you know, like snacks or things like that, you know, candy bars. I wasn't ever a candy bar eater, so I didn't understand. How could I have diabetes? Nobody in my family had diabetes. What's going on? Well, 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 well. What? Didn't your mom have diabetes? Well, my mom had cancer. She fought it for 27 years. And she did have pre-diabetes where, you know, high glucose levels in her mm. blood. But then she Probably. starved herself and it went away. Mm. And and so she never took any medication. So maybe it was something she was eating. Or not eating. Yeah. Well, maybe the not eating helped her sugar levels go down. Well, I do know that what she loved to eat was things like, you know, bread or breaded things or biscuits and gravy and mm. things like that. Which... All super low glucose. <clears throat> yeah. Which, you know, you know, yeah, no glucose in that. Actually, it was very high glucose, but she was starving anyway, so. Oh, we, we would have given grandma anything. Anything. Just I'd to give her, her my toes. Something. I don't to care. On. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she was a fighter. She How was. old was she? What'd she die at? 76, 75. And that was take two or three? Of cancer. Oh, she had, you know, she had cancer. She had a bone marrow transplant. 25 years in remission. Came back. She lived with it, what, another eight, nine years. So all I'm yeah. saying is she'd whooped Vladimir Putin's ass. She was a toughie. Yeah. She was, and she hung in there and she did not know the word quit. So mm. she, you know, she was always resilient. I remember we fight. were at a yeah. party and grandma and I were the only ones in there serving food to everybody. Yep. And you guys... We're all in the living room enjoying the birthday or whatever it was. Uh -huh. And I said, yeah. "What, man, Grandma, why are we the only ones serving deals? Farts. And she just flicked me in the mouth as hard as she could. With My lips finger. bleeding. She's <laughs> like, that's the F word. Yeah. Don't say the F word. If you said the real F word, it wouldn't be a flick of the finger. It would oh, be it'd a, been a right, uh, cross. right cross. Yeah. 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 You'd, you'd be like, Same gosh, thing. really? Why would you give me a black Why'd eye? Why'd you break my jaw? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she no. did not like the fart word. But no. <laughs> it was no. funny. She was a feisty old lady. She was very feisty. And, okay, so you could say... Maybe when my mom was in her 70s fighting cancer, that maybe she had pre-diabetes. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have a like a history of diabetes in my family. In the family, yeah. I was the first one. And you know what? I didn't eat bad. I compare myself to my two sisters. I never ate as bad as they did as far as like, you know, eating candies and sweets and things like that. Yeah. I just never was interested in it. I mean... I don't, I, it just wasn't. Yeah. You so, liked maple nut goodies. 
twice a year. And that's about my it. birthday yeah. and Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I get a bag you weren't of ever like, maple nut goodies. Okay, no. You and I used to go get um, raspberry filled oh, powdered donuts. Are, I still miss those. But they were the best. And a ginseng Arizona tea. Yeah. But you were in town like once a week. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'd it rather could have, have been, diabetes than just ignore my son. I might have did that once or twice a month for yeah, exactly. maybe what? And it was a, a it was year? more memorable to me than it was yeah. probably diabetically yeah. bad for you. Right. Well, I mean, all of this, just to say, I wasn't like somebody, yeah. you know, on the extreme eating carbs or yeah. eating sugar or candy. Um, I was just a normal guy. And, you know, honestly, I was eating the diet that I was told to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, you know, growing up, and especially like in the 80s, I mean, there was this thing, you couldn't eat eggs or butter, right? What? Wait! Stop! Don't eat that food! Who are you? What are you doing in our house? I'm from the future. I'm here to warn you, don't eat that food. Why not? The eggs, they're full of cholesterol. What? Cholesterol, it it clogs up your arteries. Eating even just one egg can dramatically increase your chance of heart attack. Don't eat eggs. Oh my God, thank you. You're welcome. Godspeed. Well, I guess I better take those eggs. Wait, stop. You're back. Yeah, we were wrong about the eggs. How? Eggs and butter were bad. You had to eat margarine, and oh, protein and 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 <laughs> like good yeah. cholesterol are bad. Yeah, yeah. I know you're kind of playing at this because that's still kind of the mindset. Do not eat saturated fat type stuff. Don't eat <gasps> butter. Don't eat red meat. Don't eat bacon. Processed, you know, oh, meats like you know God. sausages and bacon nitrates. I mean, oh my gosh, don't do it. But, but we're sucked down that Rice Krispie treat and a pop tart for breakfast. We're getting ahead of ourselves. A I'm sorry, bit. I'm angry. You know? Yeah, we got to kind of like you know pace ourselves in this because mm. there's a lot of passion behind it. Because I paid the cost, am paying the cost of that kind of diet, which was taught to me by the government that said this is what you're supposed to eat, this is what's good for you, this has the healthy heart stamp of approval on the box it's good for you and that was bullshit Mm. pardon my french i don't say that word very often but you know i say it for emphasis because this is a horrible thing and it's not just me that was impacted there are thousands hundreds of thousands of people that are impacted by this disinformation campaign that has been fed and has never been pulled back nobody has ever said we screwed up this is not correct information. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? I'm You're getting, getting fired. I can see his rosy is my, cheeks. Is right my vein now. bulging in my forehead? Not yet. It makes me so mad because I think, you know, okay, so it impacted me. Big deal. I'm surviving. I've learned a lot through this process. But there are, I mean, okay, I'd say thousands of people listening to this podcast, but we don't have that many listeners. <laughs> but there are thousands, millions, of people out there that are ignorant of this disinformation that is hurting them. And they don't even know it because they are eating this, this diet based on this food pyramid idea of grains and rice and carbs as the baseline of what they should eat. That should be the priority, the primary thing that they eat. And it's not right. It's not healthy. It's not good. Okay, we need to put that little uh, <laughs> yeah. disclaimer back in here because I know that some doctors would argue that because they've been taught this while they were in medical school. But I've done a lot of research and I have some practical application of my own experience to throw into this mix. Some anecdotal evidence. Yes. Because, but, okay. okay, before we get there, yeah, we should do say what you're going to say. Because uh, if not, I'm going to blow a cork. His, his fuse is... <laughs> Is running low. Well, you know, there's so, a lot of passion so in this. He is. A, a, I I weigh a number and forty five pounds, and yeah. he weighs a number and zero right? pounds. 
negative five. Ninety pounds. Yeah, I'm. We, I we weigh can, about we, one ninety five. We'll okay, and I it's weigh a number and forty five. Yeah, I'm six foot. I'm six foot one. Uh huh. But I don't think my my one inch. <laughs> adds, That's what you said. 50. <laughs> You got an extra 55 pounds on that one extra inch. Yep, exactly. In height. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. I don't don't think that makes a difference. No. We have a different bone structure. I mean, everything is like, everything is. It's all relative. It's relative. And I can say uh, for my personal anecdotal evidence Uh that um, I went to a a doctor, a a nutritionist, Mm -hmm. and, and she took a look at me and she was like, hey, are you. Like really sensitive to carbs, mm. and I was like, I'm, uh, yeah, probably. Like if I eat like cake at a birthday party, I've never. You can attest, I've never been like a a carb, like mm. a cake and sweets person. Right. And when I went into this lady, she, a nutritionist, she was like, "You look like you are really sensitive to carbs." Yeah. And I was like, "What makes you say that?" And my neck apparently was like purple and red and puffy and my like love handles turn red and and now that's the wonders of inflammation yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and and now that i do research and honestly most of my research comes from like podcasts Mm -hmm. and you know google Google searches which (laughs) can be biased yeah for sure often are biased but I don't see people out there being like, yeah, eat as much bread as you can. Mm. And that's kind of the diet I was told. And we had snap, crackle, and pop Rice Krispie as our cereal characters. Heart stars, horseshoes, clovers, and blue moods, pots of golden rables, and a red balloon. That was my childhood, Mm. was marshmallows and grain. Yep. Lucky Charms, the part of this good breakfast with eight magical marshmallows. And they can name them. Can you? And well, that's what and, we thought was healthy. I mean, on the box, on a lot of those yeah, things, was the stamp. A little heart. That says, oh, heart healthy. American Heart Association. Or Approved. Yeah. yeah. And what Cheerios, the, the whole Cheerios thing was like. Cheerios. The dad would come Quaker in. Quaker oats. The dad would come in in the Cheerios commercial and be like, oh, man, I had a hard day at work. And then the son <laughs> would be like. Well, at least you got your Cheerios yeah. to make your heart better, Daddy. Yeah, and he'd be like, "You're right, son." <laughs> yeah, but well, and then you in have reality and great he's nuts and eighty pounds overweight, <laughs> oh, and he's dying of heart disease, and it's kind of messed up. They make little hearts happy, and big hearts happy too. Because as part of a heart-healthy diet, those delicious oats and Cheerios can help naturally lower cholesterol. How can something so little help you do something so big? So it's like, you know, you're raised in this way. You're thinking you're doing the right things, or at least nothing bad. But it was like all these things that I thought, you know, I'm doing okay. And then all of a sudden I found out, no, I've got type 2 diabetes. I've got a A1C number of 11.3. Yeah. That's a good score for a like, hockey <laughs> yeah. game. If you're trying to go for the high score, <laughs> you know, uh, a healthy A1C would be, you know, five. Okay. I had no idea. I mean, how do you know? Clandestinely, in the dark, my body is like being torn apart in the my arteries by blood sugar. And then my body, because it's resilient, it was made with like redundancy by an awesome creator has this thing called plaque and what it does is like spackle right you get a rip in the walls and it patches the hole Mm -hmm. so it's doing what it's supposed to do but the simple truth was for me at this time and i'm hoping this word you know that we're leading somewhere that's going to help somebody who's listening i hope so is that the biggest reason that i had coronary artery disease was because I had high blood sugar because I had too much glucose in my system Uh, the uh, cardiologist said basically think of it like you have ground up glass pumping around your heart and anywhere where there was like a curve or a bend or something like that that's where it's going to be abrasive yeah like a a river 
the, the, all the banks are really long in the turns. Yep. Because they're just getting plowed into plowed. this loose dirt yep. section. And so, you know, what do you do in that kind of situation to remedy that? You get the bulldozer and you plow Build in a bunch a of new stuff, new sediment, yeah. right? That's what your body does. Yeah. And it's called plaque. It's spackle. And so that's what my body was doing. It was pulling in the stuff to stop the damage that was happening in my arteries. Little plaque, called plaque. little paint. You know, on the the patches, the spackle is made of cholesterol. Yes. And calcium. Well, okay. Right? So let me stop you there. Right. How? Um, can you tell me how many carbs are in your body right now? I have no idea. No, because you're not made out of bread. No. Are you made out of any meat? I am a giant meat man. Ooh, <laughs> that's what she said talking. you've heard the saying like uh you are what you eat right mm -hmm. how much of you is bread mm -hmm. how much of you is grain how much of you is freaking rice milk and rice and all this garbage that yeah. we pretend makes you healthy but you are fat and you are protein and you are calcium and you are sodium and water don't forget water. Yeah, you're all these things yeah. In 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 history, as far as I've known in my life, they've just told us that's the bad stuff. Yeah, it's bad stuff. Don't so eat if bad you, stuff. if you want to be healthy, don't eat muscle. <laughs> it just seems so silly. I see what you're saying there. It's yeah, that so is that's silly. a weird kind of a dichotomy, isn't be it? Like <laughs> it's so dumb. You know, it is. It is a really weird thing. But see, if you're raised. Knowing something is true when it's not. And nobody tells you that it's not. And everything you hear and the people you trust, and I'm talking about government entities, I'm talking about doctors that have gone through umpteen years of medical school, and they're telling you this is the right thing. This is all the truth. And so you believe it because, I mean, it's the best information that you have. And then all of a sudden you find out, you know what? This is screwed up. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to, you don't know where to go. Yeah. And one thing cool about now, because of the internet and stuff, there are a lot of people that could put their voices out there. And a lot of them are highly educated. A lot of them are doctors or scientists. And there's a lot of really good information. And what we're starting to find out is the way that we've been eating has been totally wrong. That pyramid and there have been tons of scientific studies that prove that it's wrong. Right. Now, you know, in this episode, we're just kind of like, you know, we're just like running freeform. We're venting. <laughs> we're venting and setting up. And we're going to talk about some of those studies. We're going to talk about the science a little bit. And with a disclaimer that, you know, we are not medical professionals. So don't go out and change your what your doctor says because of what we say. I mean, don't. Yeah, Do it, but check into it. Open up a conversation with your doctor because, I mean, this is your life. This was my life. I'm lucky to be alive right now. If it wouldn't have been for my COVID vaccine that gave me heart palpitations, I would never have probably gone in and got checked until the COVID until I dropped dead on the ground. And it would have been, oh yeah, he had no at, my, that, at that time it my cardiac infarction. At that time it would have been he had COVID. Probably, yeah, <laughs> blamed on COVID and got the money for it. But it's such a wrong thing now because we know better. The science is better now, and you can get off diabetic medication by a change in your lifestyle. Prove it. Well, I'm off my diabetic medication oh shit yeah. he just did i did so you know my my a1c which was 11.3 is now 5.7 if you have diabetes and you can keep your a1c numbers under seven that is good but i tell you what I am not following the American mm -hmm. Diabetic Association diet and we're not saying necessarily to go and just be like, you're a stupid no, doctor. No, 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 no. Don't pull Arnold Schwarzenegger and be like, if it bleeds, we can kill it. And then no. we'll just not take but a medicine. But you got to look at it. You got to look at it and ask you yourself research? questions. And do research. Because there's a lot of good information out there. And I can point our listeners, especially in the next episode, I'll put some of this stuff up. There's a lot of really good information. There's a lot of good scientific studies that prove 
that a low-carb diet, that a keto diet, getting those breads, getting those grains, getting those corn, GMO-modified corn things out of your diet, getting rid of seed-based oils, and eating things like bacon, processed meats, bacon, red meat, fat. Always substitute the bacon for an extra side of uh, biscuits. It's, and gravy, it's flour nuts. gravy. Because I'm eating, the way I'm eating, I feel guilty. But I'm off my yeah. diabetes medications. Your, your medications are... My triglycerides, my cholesterol yeah. levels has every has dropped down to the perfect uh, thing. I mean, they're not even bad. They're not even high. They're like awesome. And I was afraid to tell my doctor about it because I was afraid that he'd chew me out. Well, it's because, you know, you're doing all this stuff. Your blood pressure is down because of your beta blocker. No, I'm not taking my beta blocker anymore. And we're not saying to not take the medicine that your doctor is prescribing. I'm not. But try to do some research on what Mm -hmm. maybe your health could be if you ate like a person who was designed as a human being, not a deer Mm -hmm. or a goat. Eat human food and not just bread all the time. So, so yeah, let me back up a little bit. So I didn't just like, oh just yeah, one day I'm noise. just gonna stop taking my beta blocker and take my, you know, not take my statin anymore. I didn't do that. I took them and my blood cholesterol levels were going down. They were getting better. But then I thought, you know, I'm I'm having side effects from the statin. One of the side effects of statins is it can raise your blood sugar, which is the bad thing for my heart. It's a little bit of a volley, isn't yeah. it? One of the bad things for beta blockers, it can raise my glucose levels, which is a bad thing for my heart. Mm. So what do I do? My blood pressure wasn't high, so why am I taking a beta blocker? And, and the, my doctor said, my cardiologist said, I wouldn't be a good cardiologist unless I gave you a beta blocker. You don't really need it. Uh, there's nothing to indicate that you need a beta blocker because your blood pressure's if anything, it might be a little low. Does he work on commission? I don't know. It's just what they're supposed to do. It's what they're taught. You know, I don't blame them. I don't think they're bad. I don't think anybody's trying to do anything, but I think they're entrenched in what they're taught. And so I was like, well, why am I taking a beta blocker? It was so discouraging. It's like, oh yeah, everything looks great, but I should really give you another drug because... That's, That's what, what I'm supposed to do, to do, and I really wouldn't be a good yeah. cardiologist if it's I didn't prescribe you this. Prescribe some aslavaforlicol. Like, in my mind, I'm like, you're a good cardiologist if you say, man, you're doing good. Well, let's get you off the drugs you don't need. Right. It hasn't impacted my, you know, my blood pressure at all. So I backed off the statin. Okay, statins bring my, supposedly adjust those triglycerides down. They're lower now than they were while I was taking them. And I haven't changed anything other than I've been eating more bad things, according to the American Heart Association. I've been eating... Which, by bad things, you mean... The bad things that they say, which are red meat and saturated fats and bacon and processed meats, that is 90% of my diet. That is the baseline of my pyramid. And then veggies and fruit are on, on top of it. So Low carb took, things. You took the pyramid. Turned it upside down. You just took it upside down. Basically. So instead of just the baseline being eat as much spaghetti as possible, as much noodles and grain and mm-hmm. bread as possible, kind of went like, let's eat as much meat as possible mm-hmm. and as much fat as comes with the meat is coming from. Natural stuff. It's not coming from a. a oh my gosh! Right? Well, it's, it's true, but at the same, you know, I feel from I your... feel like I'm I feel guilty talking about this because, okay, here's my routine. I get up in the morning, I go and I brew a carafe of coffee. A carafe? A carafe? Carafe? But Sounds anyway, like you just want attention. <laughs> so I I put my coffee in. Okay. Then I go over to my my big tub of coconut oil not to brag and i grab i i probably take at least a tablespoon of coconut oil put it in a blender i get a tablespoon of butter salted butter i put it in the blender and i put in a squirt of mct oil which is also coconut based yeah and i put in my coffee 
It's probably, I don't know, maybe 14 ounces 9, of coffee. 9,000 calories. <laughs> and I put it in the blender, I blend it up, and I drink it, and I love it. And it's, I mean, they call it bulletproof coffee, except for yeah, I've added coconut oil. For right? it. Yeah. And so I've been doing that for a long time. And then, you know, I, I eat steak on demand. I eat, I eat a lot of fish. I eat pork. I eat bacon. I eat all the things that they say don't do. I don't eat bread. I don't eat pasta. I might have, you know, like a spaghetti squash. Yeah. But it's if a cardiologist or the American Heart Association diet or a dietitian that follows that principle, they would say this is the worst diet you could eat. But that's anecdotally wrong. In the your markers, yeah, the markers that they measure to see if it's bad are these lipid tests. Uh-huh. Everything and it, yeah. every month I do this diet, it gets better and better, and my blood sugar gets better and better. And I'm like, what in the heck? Everything I'm doing seems to be the right thing to do in the wrong way. And so that's kind of the impetus for this strange pyramid because the pyramid that we've been fed, in my perspective, is totally wrong. It's funny too because, like, I I hang out with my dad a lot. I've known him my whole life. You have? Believe it or not. We've been close Uh, proximity. Almost 30 years now. But he's, if anything, he's lost weight. He's healthier. He's been probably working out less, which I've been hounding on him. I've been doing cardio. I walk every day. Don't (laughs) walk. Lift weights, you dork. But I've been hounding on him about lifting weights so he can build some muscle mass, bone density, all that stuff. But he hasn't been doing anything like crazy, like no, like some marathon or something. He's just, and he's eating fat and protein primarily. Mm-hmm. And he's in like the best shape I've seen, I can recall him being in. You know, he was heavier when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And now he's older and he's like got veins popping out of his biceps and stuff. He's not like... Uh, some fat dude. He's not eating fat and like, I'm so fat. He's like, he's in good shape. Only, you know, I, I would I would recommend him working out just for the muscle sake. But his body is like, I bet, like, I've seen he lifts generators out of campers. He's like helping me with my car work. We're doing motorcycle stuff. We're doing stuff side by sides, changing tires, all, all kinds of stuff. And he's not weak. He's eating the diet that they say not to eat. But right now, he he physically, he looks better than he was before. Mm -hmm. And his heart and his blood pressure and and his glucose levels are down. Mm -hmm. And they're all where they're supposed to be or closer to where they're supposed to be. And and how do you argue with this evidence that is so obvious? And this this is the frustrating thing for me. I mean, I remember growing up, eat wheat hearts, eat oatmeal, Mm. eat this stuff. Don't eat butter. Don't eat eggs. Eat canola oil. Let's get that. Yeah. (laughs) Country crock butter or margarine. Mm. Get that. That's good for you. Get rid of those saturated fats out of your diet. Cut back. Don't eat bacon. Don't eat eggs. Oh, eggs? Eggs are bad. They have lots of cholesterol, especially the, the yolk. Don't eat that. And, you know, that was the way I was raised. My mom, she would try to feed us healthy. So what did we eat? We would have Cheerios. We would have... Every kid has Cheerios. Weed hearts. We and would Cheerios have... Cheerios whole commercial. Their whole vibe is being... Healthy. Heart healthy. And then Weedies. Grain. And they have that stamp of approval on the side. From the American Heart Association says that they're heart healthy... But they pay money for it. Yeah. The American Heart Association says, they're great. It's something was messed up here. And, you know, these new studies, like the American Diabetes Association came out and said, you know what? There are advantages now to a low carbohydrate keto style diet. (gasps) But you know what? It's buried on like page 50. Yeah. Because they can't admit they were wrong. You want to hear something funny? What? So, you know, my wife works near a sugar factory. Yes. Beets. Sugar beets. And I'm not one to run the uh, 
air conditioner all the time in my car. Mm-hmm. But I picked up my son, and we, for some reason, were going to my wife's work, which is very close to the sugar factory. He said, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, it smells so terrible. Dad, roll the windows. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to roll the windows. But, hey, buddy, if anything smells that bad for you to be able to eat it, <laughs> would you eat it? Would you eat it? <laughs> and he was like, no. I would never eat that. And I said, that's what candy is made out of. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you know what's funny? He doesn't is, want to eat candy is this anymore. this particular sugar factory <laughs> literally goes, like, they have trucks that go from that factory to the Pepsi yeah. factory across the street. And my son, the next day, he he's seven, yeah. but he said he had a tummy ache. And I was like, what's wrong? Did you eat something weird? Did you? And he says... I think that icky smell from that garbage factory. (laughs) I was like, you get it. I just want to help people. You know, honestly, at my age, I want to help people. There are a lot of people that are, if they haven't already, are on a collision course with the same kind of diagnosis that I had. Diabetes right now is like off the charts. What have we fed our kids that are getting diabetes now? Well, let's give them uh, fruit juices and let's let's give them fruit all snacks. the uh, fruit snacks. Let's give them, you know, healthy grains, whole wheat breads, all of this stuff, which sounds great because that's what we've been indoctrinated to believe. But why then do we have this epidemic of type 2 diabetes? And then on the cusp of that, now you're having this incidence of heart disease that is also skyrocketing. High glucose equals heart disease if it runs too long. And that's what's happening. We're seeing it. I mean, go to any cardiologist. They are so busy right now. So obviously, how long have we had this food pyramid to stop heart disease? It's been around since what? 70s? And 80s? It has changed. 90s? It's not and the they same. modified it. Yes. But it hasn't worked. Because the incidence is increasing, the percentage, it's not a per capita thing. I mean, it's bad. It's horrible. Over the last 10 years, there's been a 90% increase in diabetes. That's huge. The diabetes? The diabetes, yeah. You think 90% increase. And then heart disease is the number one killer of people. Uh, Not COVID? No. Gosh, you know, that just freaks me out. Yeah. We locked people in their houses. They didn't get sunlight. They weren't getting vitamins. No. They were eating shit and taters for everything. Plus, they're discouraged and depressed. Yeah. Anxiety. How does that help your lifestyle and your health no, and it everything? It's so silly. And I'm not against... I'm not like an anti-COVID person, but I don't see the logic in just isolating people and having them eat Top Ramen. I don't want to get it. Well, you know, it was a perfect storm, right? I mean, you have this climax of all, you know, let's call it the triad, the unholy trinity of COVID, poor diet. The horsemen of pestilence. And then, you know, what do you do? What do you do? So you just stay at home and you have social media. That's your connection. Oh, great. Social media is a great source. Yeah, right. It makes you happy. peaceful and happy. (laughs) Right. Plus that blue light. Oh, yeah. Oh, the blue yeah. light just it helps, helps you sleep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so yes. good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's bad. We could go on and on about this. You know, I want to throw out some statistics. I want to throw out some studies. I want to throw out a little bit of hard science because, like we said, right now, it's just me, my own personal experience, blabbing. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of angry. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I don't even know if it's angry. I'm frustrated. And I'm sad. And I'm concerned. You know, I think about people that I care about, that I know, that, I, that I've known in my past, that have lost loved ones because of heart disease, that have struggled with all kinds of health issues because of what's been going on. Um, and a lot of it's diet-oriented. And, you know, we thought we were doing what was right. And, you know, maybe we weren't. And then now to change course, basically to flip it upside down and go the other way, 
And like I, every day when I'm cooking bacon in the morning, I feel like, oh, this is bad. It is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because I eat four eggs a day, Mm -hmm. a protein shake, and then a meat-based dinner. Because I'm trying to work out, I'm trying to be strong, I'm trying to like build my body up. I feel better than I have been. For me, I sometimes, I just don't even know what to think about any of it. it. It's hard because I'm like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not classically trained in medicine. I don't know. I don't want to do something stupid and kill myself. I want to be here for my family. I'll be here for you and my wife. I want to have a healthy life. I don't want to be an invalid in a wheelchair. I don't want to have a stroke. I want to be able to have a good life for as long as possible and be productive in society. And what I'm doing feels like the right thing, but it feels wrong at the same time. And I, I, you know, I gravitate towards these people that I've found that are giving me wisdom that makes really good, solid sense and is based on hard science instead of preference. Because, I, you know, honestly, I don't even like necessarily eating the way I eat. I would love to go out and eat biscuits and gravy every morning and get back to my diet of Dots, Pretzels, and, and Dragon's Milk beer. That would be more pleasurable. Isn't that what our human body is into? Like, we crave instant gratification? Yes. That's look at totally Facebook. True. Look at Instagram. Look at Twitter. Everything's how many likes, how many things can we get? And then you throw a couple of dots, pretzels in your hole. <laughs> and then you have the instant satisfaction of a calorically dense food. And yeah. you have the instant satisfaction of a, a, a beer. It blows your Not dietary, even that. It just, yeah, nutritional. It, the alcohol content is so high. And the dragon milk just just nukes all your, your physical responses to everything. You, mm-hmm. Your sore knees go away. Mm-hmm. Your headache goes away. Your tense neck, your shoulders, whatever goes away. Mm-hmm. And now you've got this boost of calories too because your body craves calories because you're a human. And it starts packing it away in your fat layer. That's what it's supposed to yeah. do. Yep, yep. That's what your body craves is calorically dense, but nutritious. But all of that gluten and all of that stuff in there is also inflammatory. So because, your joints start hurting the next morning. Because surprise, <laughs> we don't live in the world where... You have to fight off a bear to get some berries. Yep. We live in the world where you have to fight off Karen at the checkout line to get 6,000 calories worth of bananas. What do you do when you feel yucky? Well, I'm just going to sit here longer. I don't feel like, you know. I'm so sick of all this beer. What am I going to do while I'm sitting here? I better have another Dots pretzel. I'm going to go get a bottle of wine. I got to wash it down with something. I better get some dragon's milk or some wine. Meat sounds so gross. I'm going to eat some bread to sop up this alcohol. Okay, okay, okay. Got to make sure I throw this in here. I'm not uh, condemning dragon's milk. I really love that beer. It's very high alcohol. But it has got to be something you do very sparingly in my situation. You know, okay, that brings up an important point. Some people. Some people. They don't react to to carbs. They don't react to beer. They don't react to, you know, Dots pretzels. Or they can eat biscuits and gravy forever. And their blood sugar won't spike. And they're never in danger of heart disease because... They're not going to have that stuff running around in their arteries. It's going to, you know, basically tear out the banks of their river. And the body's not going to have to pour in a bunch of bulldoze plaque to try to fill the gaps. They're, they're going to be fine. And I'm so jealous of you. Dang you. I think we need to do another episode and talk about the history of the pyramid, history of all of these things, how this stuff kind of set out. Because they're, it, it's not like it, they just somebody said, oh, let's do something evil and make people die. Yeah. They had good intentions. But past that, they never corrected. It's like all science. You get stuck on a point and you try to prove it. And then if it's your point, you're not going to admit that it's wrong. Yeah. And But science should be about the facts. And so what I'd like to do in another episode is talk about the facts and throw it out there and then let people make wise decisions in their pursuit of their own health 
and if they are on a trajectory like I was for diabetes and heart disease and poor health, maybe you can make a change and with prayer and discussion with your doctors, whatever it takes, make a change in your lifestyle that can make a change in how well you live. Get life once. You might as well make the most of it. All right, guys. All right. The time has come. Time has come. Join us next time. Join us next time. For some cold drinks. Drinks. And some... (laughs) And some strange conversation. Don't eat carbs. Bye. Peter. Don't eat taters. <laughs> Don't eat taters. Taters. Taters bad. Goddamn taters is taters is the devil. Spit them taters out. Taters come from the ground. That's where the devil lives. bad The Lord came down and summoned the serpent to the earth, and he shall eat the dust of humanity for the rest of his days. And that is exactly what potatoes do. Yep. And potatoes are Satan's favorite food. And you should know that because everybody who's ever been to McDonald's knows that those goddamn mother-flipping taters are so addictive. Those taters are the best taters that have ever walked the face of this earth. And if you leave those taters in that tray long enough in your car, you know...